Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show started. Live from Facebook Messenger. Facebook Messenger, thank you. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, we're doing, the, this is your first time using this, Pat? Yeah, I never thought I'd say thank you, Facebook, but thank you. Yeah. So quality is, you know, pristine here. It sounds like Pat's in the room with me, but in fact, Pat, tell us where you are. You are Oakland, man. Okay, I thought I just was hoping you were going to come up with something that was more funny than that. Oh yeah, like what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. To, to please enlighten me. What was I supposed to come up with? Like lo- I'm locked. You know, what is the type of excuse that you tell someone when you really don't want to come, and also you like want them to know that you don't want to come? So you just say something really stupid, like I'm, you know, I'm locked. I'm locked in a closet at my aunt's house or something. <laughs> You know. that's, not, that's not my usual go-to. I usually blame someone else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's good not to take responsibility for things. That's a really good call, Pat. I'd be like, you know what? Um, I can't. My aunt, she's feeling sick. I, I got to go see how she's doing. Yeah. Make it seem like you're – I think it's a really good idea to make it seem like you're really close with your relatives, even if you're not, so that you can always use that as an excuse to get out of things. Like, you know, my aunt is having a – you know, it's it's my cousin's, you know, bar mitzvah. And they'll say, are you even Jewish? And you say, no, but he is. You know, like you can just say all these different things. Like you can just always have family parties, that kind of thing. I, in fact, actually do have a lot of families. I have a lot of family that lives in the area that I do. Uh, so I do end up having a lot of stuff like that. But if you're somebody that doesn't like to do a lot of things, establish early with your friend group that you have a big family uh, and that they're always doing a lot of stuff. So you can always use that as an excuse to get out of things. So, you know, I'll tell you what, I got a creepy old Polish lady who lives next door, and she kind of freaks me out, so I'm coming to you live from underneath my bed right now. Okay, perfect. Thank you, Pat. Uh, yes, that's great. So uh, how have you been uh, since the last chub? Oh, I'm great. That's why I'm here. Pretty, pretty busy this weekend, man. I actually went to Linkin Park Zoo, and uh, not usually a zoo guy, really. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was just... Um, Girlfriend wanted to go, went to the zoo. And let, let me tell you, the animals were just not having it. Like, all they do is sleep. It's like they don't want to be in these cages or something? It, it might be that, but it was like literally none of them were moving. Like, all of them were sleeping. Yeah, that's kind of uh, boring, isn't it? I walked the entire zoo, and the only animals that were really moving were the ones underwater. Interesting. Yeah, that's uh, well, that's because kind of they kind of have to, right? There's not much sleeping well, yeah. going on with the fishes, from what I've seen. Saw some, saw some gators. And they were, so they were moving around, but like you're going inside, like the monkey, what were like the most disappointing things? Like the monkeys, that kind of stuff? Uh, no, well, the monkeys move a little bit. There was actually a monkey fight going on 
That was kind okay. of interesting. I've never seen that before. But I, I told that I'm like, I just want to see lions, tigers, and bears. That's all I want to see. Yeah. And all three of those groups sleeping. Okay. Now you did that based on you know the Wizard of Oz, right? Is that what you're saying that? No. No, the saying is yes, yes, pretty much from Wizard of Oz. But like but, off the top of my head, I, I want. I told her I wanted to see the Killers, and she wouldn't okay. let that go the whole day because she thought I was talking about the band. So she was just making fun of me the entire time. Well, you know, the real killers are the humans, Pat. <laughs> Poachers, as we talk about in Tanzania news every week. So Murderers. you were probably surrounded by those people. You killed him. You killed him. Surrounded by killers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The human race as a whole, yeah. you know, to to hold to go ahead and say that these uh, you know these lion tigers and bears they're killers when that's like that's making quite an assumption about a whole a whole species a whole a whole race if you will, Pat. Well, I want to see carnivores. They actually do it out in the wild, you know. They they hunt to eat. I wanted to see the. Well, then carnivores. Pat, you probably shouldn't go to a zoo for that, then, right? Yeah, you know, I'm just gonna fucking go to Africa. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe you should, Pat. Maybe you should. Have you seen how cheap some of those tickets are? Uh, the Wow airline right now, the Iceland airline. It's like this. It's like the International it, Spirit Airlines right now. It's like super cheap flights. Like you know, we're talking like two hundred dollars to Europe sometimes. What? Yeah. That's nuts. I went to, okay, so I went to Ireland in two thousand and ten. Airfare in two thousand ten. Airfare was thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah, it's a lot. And who knows what the deal is after you actually sign out, and maybe you can't, you don't get any bags or anything like that with that price, you know. But this is just, you know, they're getting some some hype with this kind of cheap travel and that stuff like that. Wow! <laughs> there you go, a little free advertising, a little free plug for that. So uh, you went to the zoo. That's do you like? There's a couple. There's Brookfield Zoo and there's Lincoln Park Zoo in the Chicago area. What are your thoughts on the two? For those that are not familiar, why is one better, or one worse? Lincoln Park's free admission, so that's yeah. kind of and you know the thing about them was always they made money from parking, but now you have like Spot Hero. Yeah. So you only pay nine dollars to go park a half yeah. mile away. It was a sunny day outside. Didn't yeah. really care. It was nine dollars to go to the zoo for two of us. You know, it's a good deal. The money truck, yeah. baby. Got um, I don't know how to say it, but I got Kumas. What's the second word? Is it Comer? Kumas Comer? I think it's corner. Kuma's Corner? Yeah. I just can't read? Yeah. <laughs> they might spell it a weird way, but it's I, I'm, I'm, you know, 90% sure it's Kuma's Corner. It's a, Dude, a burger a place. Burger. It was burger a, place it was a good burger. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a, got big hype behind it. A lot I mean, of hype. I didn't think it was like, didn't think it was out of this world, but it was a good burger. I got the, uh, the Slayer. Yeah. I, any sort of they thing. Named, uh, a lot of their burgers after, um, like, heavy metal bands. Yes. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, that's your uh, type of place. Yeah, it is. Now, I kind of think that any sort of overhyped thing, like you can't really, I don't know if anything can ever meet your expectations when people hype, but like all you ever hear about is good things from something, and then you go ahead and see it. It's never going to live up to, it's never going to be as amazing as everybody else says, right? Like when you talk about pizza, everyone all of a sudden, I've never heard it before, but all of a sudden Pequod's is the best. That's what people are saying. For the and record. Honestly, they got it. They yeah. got it at the office. I didn't. I didn't even want to throw in money for it. I'm like, you know, I look at the pictures of it online. I'm like, this isn't going to be out of this world pizza. You're basing you know? it. You're basing it on pictures, Pat. Yeah. Well, okay. To be fair, so Pequod's does do their pizza a little bit differently. For those, it's a Chicago, Chicago deep dish, 
And Pequod's, what they do is they kind of like burn a lot of stuff. They like caramelize, they say, which is basically just burning stuff. Uh, but they do, their pepperoni is a, is a much different type of pepperoni. It's a very solid pizza. I mean, it's it's See, good. My dad, guy. you're the sausage guy, Pat. You're you're a big sausage guy. All about the sausage. Yeah. So, <laughs> my dad, my dad has been saying that Pequod's is his favorite for you know quite some time. He grew up just down the block from Pequod's, and oh, so really? yeah, and so uh, he's that's always been his place to go to. But I have I agree that in the recent years, in the last like year, I've heard a lot of people talk about it. Where before that, I'd only ever heard my dad talk about it. So they say like the uh, best thin crust in the city is uh, Vito and Nick's, or as locals call it, Nick and Vito's. I've had that numerous times, and honestly, to me, it's just pizza, man. Yeah. And for me, the thing that was most overhyped was uh, the movie The Dark Knight. I remember just I had not seen it. I, you know, this is a problem when you don't. Just The Dark Knight or The Dark Knight Rises? The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight Rises I saw pretty recently. I, like, I saw it once it was in theaters pretty soon. But, like, Dark Knight, I waited. It was, like, a few weeks until I saw it, you know, maybe three weeks or so. And my friend Bryn Flakes had seen it a bunch, and he told me how amazing it was. And granted, it is a very good movie. I enjoyed it very much. But And he wasn't the only person. T- plenty of people told me. I think I ended up seeing it with him. But plenty of people told me how amazing it was. It was just nonstop. And it can never live up to. I'm just expecting this to this movie to blow me away. And it is a very good movie, but it's not... Nothing is ever going to blow you away if everybody's telling you it's going to blow you away. But fine, hey, hey, hey. except for an episode no, of Chub Stop, right? It's hard to meet the hype. Yeah, definitely. Don't believe the hype. Uh, I believe that was a uh, Public Enemy song. That's cool, man. Yeah. So just a little uh, shout out, to Public Enemies, Flavor Flav. He's got the big ass clock. Yeah, that's his thing. I actually had a I had a clock like that that I wore quite a bit, and uh, I would say eighth grade. At a clock like that, I would I would wear it more. I, I don't know how it would come up that I was wearing it so much, but mo- a few times, quite a few times, I had a, a just a, it was just a clock that would go on the wall with a chain around it that I would wear from time to time in eighth grade. That was the thing, Pat. Hey, you always knew what time yeah. it was. <laughs> that's that's true. You always knew. It's like you know, people have their pocket watches, and and actually, people don't really have their pocket watches. They have their watches that they wear on the wrist. But then you know, if you want everybody else to see, because wrist only, it's really for you, right? That's really only for you. So this is just a Pretty little much. bit, yeah, just more that, you know, more stuff that you can do. So is there even a point like besides fashion to wear a watch anymore? No, no, there's not. I mean, I mean with, yeah, with everybody's phones and stuff like that, it's really not the, you know, and here's the like, thing. I, I, yeah. Dude, I have a watch yeah. and like, I just, I don't wear it because one, I don't even use it. Yeah. And two, it like, you know, you got hair on your wrist every once in a while it gets caught in it. It's horrible. Oh, I yeah no I, I'm I've never been a huge watch guy I've got you know I've got friends and my dad and brother are big watch guys but I'm just not you know never really been. It's just a fashion statement at this point. It is. It definitely is. Um. So what else, Pat? What else did you do this weekend? Um, went to the, the bar. Went to the bar on Saturday. And uh, yeah, you know what? That's pretty much it. Yeah, I was, I'm gonna skip uh, that part of the story, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come. <laughs> well, I was losing my interest real fast on that one. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for being honest. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I'm not really kidding. No, but I'm no. Kinda kidding. Hey, I appreciate it. Yeah. Man. But fine. Hey, All right. So well, I wish I had the balls to say that during one of your movie reviews. But I just think <laughs> I'm a nice guy. <laughs> you know what? To be honest with you, some of the movie reviews they drag out a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, because some of the movies are not very good. 
so for me to t- <laughs> so for me to you're you're 100 right about that for me to tell you about the movie is boring for me to talk about it because it was boring for me to watch it so maybe yeah, i gotta I just i just appreciate you being a dick man i, I, I appreciate the honesty <laughs> well it just seemed like all you were gonna say is you were at a bar right um i could have said other things <laughs> okay all right then what were they i could have <laughs> uh, pretty good chicken wrap man bucket of beer you take your shirt off yeah. you know you, you have a beer <laughs> oh there was a live band i could talk about the live band nobody right. was clapping after any song that's awkward right it was super awkward, and they were like, um, just in that awkward age of not middle age, but not senior citizens. <laughs> yeah, like in their thirties. You're talking about? No, no, not at all. It was like, uh, like probably like mid sixties. Oh, oh, you know? oh, not okay. That that range. Okay, that the older <laughs> above middle age. Got you. Okay. Yeah, two guitars, yes. a bass, chick lead singer, drummer. I'm all about it. It sucked. Yeah, they sucked. Nobody was clapping after any song. So nobody's clapping they didn't because even have they had were... friends or family there. So they weren't clapping because well, maybe all their friends or family is dead, Pat. And now you're bringing it up, and that's kind of sad. Oh no! Oh, no. I, uh, I'm sure there's younger members of the family as well. Yeah, we don't know their story. I guess we could figure that I'm out. Sure, when people when people die, you just don't stop talking to humans in general. Uh, I, you know what? That's a good point. That's a very good point. So were they? Were they were they were bad? That's why nobody's clapping, or was it just kind of like a weird setting for them to be playing at? I think both. It was kind of a younger crowd at the bar, and at the same time, they weren't very good. They were playing like songs nobody knew. Maybe they were originals. I didn't know any of the songs. Yeah, they don't really want to see original. You don't really want to hear originals, right? Of a band that you don't know typically. No, when if you're you want to hear originals, you go to see them yes. to hear the originals. If you're just going to a bar to play for a bunch of people you don't know, you play yeah. some song like some crowd pleasers. Yes. Yeah, no, I, like, I play yeah. some chain smokers. <laughs> yeah, you want the old people to play some chain smokers? <laughs> uh, that's one music group I'll never figure out. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh yeah, that's a good but okay, here's here's my question. So now as we get older and the music genre right now is much more electronic and that sort of thing. Well, these cover bands—it's a weird. It's going to be a weird cover band situation in the future, right? So they're going to plug in their iPod and play Dead Mouse instead of playing, their, yeah, uh, like the original electronics. Who's, who's yeah? Who's going to like in in forty years from now? You've got some cover band and they're covering, you know, uh, Skrillex or something <laughs> like like. How do you cover? How these? do you even do that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what are cover bands going to do in the future? Because you, you just push play, man. At some point, at some point, you're these, a glorified jukebox. Yeah, at, at some point, these '80s songs that a lot of ones are covering now, they're going to be the the songs of people's grandparents and great grandparents, right? So, dude, that's actually one thing that really bothers me is if I have kids one day and I have to explain to them that I, I listen to music that came up before I even existed. Yeah, like it's going to be ancient to them. Yeah. No, I, that's I'm what I'm saying. The, I'm not going to be the cool dad in the car playing Black Sabbath. I'm going to be the, the guy in the car and the kids are going to be like, the fuck is this shit? Yeah. I mean, that's like the equivalent. So 20 years, 20 years before, if it's like, if it's your, it's like 20 years before our parents, that's like music in the forties. <laughs> that's like, that's like my dad was I just cranking. Really, yeah. Is that like, it wasn't it the Rat Pack like fifties too? I don't think there's any way of knowing. I don't think there's any way of knowing. I, I don't really know anything from the 40s. That's just all I'm getting at. Yeah, let's look up some top 40s music. Oh, it's looking up top 40s, not uh, not 1940s. 
when you wish upon a star. <laughs> oh, it makes no difference who, who you, you are. are. So, uh, a lot of Bing Crosby. Fucking Jim, is that Jiminy Cricket? Nat King Cole, yes, it is Jiminy Cricket. Nat King Cole, Louis Armstrong. There's some Frank Sinatra in there. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you wouldn't get in the car and listen to like Bing Crosby and be like, "Man, this is hip." Dizzy Gillespie. Yeah, your dad. Yeah, your dad. You know, you'd be like, it would be. Yeah, you definitely wouldn't say this is hip music. So that's going to be the issue. Yeah, you're going to be having a kid, and uh, at some point you're going to be playing the music, and it's going to be super dated. And like I said, with these cover bands, I don't know what cover because the music is so electronic now, just everywhere. And obviously, there are some normal bands that still play guitar. It's you know still like rock type music, but it's a lot. It's not the pop music of today. You know, the pop no. music. You, how do you have a Katy Perry cover band in 20 years? Dude, why do you bring Katy Perry in the conversation every show? I don't know. How about uh, – <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> she's a fan of the show. Uh, she always wants to hear, you know, her name brought up. I don't know. Why, why, I don't know, Pat. She's the first person that pops in my mind. I don't know. No reason. I just like doing things like that. So, Hey, man, you're a Katy Perry fan. That's fine. I like me some Katy Perry, too. I don't have anything against Katy Perry. It's not the type of music I typically listen to, but I, I wish she didn't cut her hair. I think I mentioned that. Yeah, you did mention besides that. Besides that, yeah, well, solid. okay, but I, I stand by my point that I don't know how you have a Katy Perry. A type, you know, that's what I'm saying. That's a type. That's a popular type of music right now. It's not even that. Not even that relevant so right now. But <laughs> so you're gonna be at a bar and there's gonna be some girl like Katy Perry cover. You can't even call her cover band. She's a Katy Perry impersonator. That's what. I, that's what, it's weird. It's just weird to have. I don't know what kind of cover music you're going to have in the future. That's all I'm saying. Because the music is going to be so dated that the people are going to be trying to cover in the rock-type music. And the, and the super rock-type stuff now where you can have a band playing is not super poppy. Or, yes. you know, it's not, it's not popular enough to be like to have a cover band. Like, you can have Beatles cover bands because the Beatles are so popular. It was pop music at the time. You know, it was the popular music. And you can easily do that and repeat it. Everybody knows the songs. But you can't have a cover band of some songs you don't know. So it's just going to be a weird thing, you know. It's it's going to be, it's. I I think cover bands are kind of going to go away in the future. Or there's going to be a lot less. I agree. There's not going to be enough material to cover. Exactly. That's yeah, there we go, Pat. And that is the whole point of. What do you? What are your thoughts on a cover band? Would you be in one? Dude, fuck Facebook Messenger. <laughs> I we just had a bad connection. That's all. I don't know how that is. I got 4G, man. I got 4G too right now. I got 4G, baby. Who knows? Whatever. Who cares? Uh, yeah, fuck it. So, <laughs> all right, <laughs> we'll do a live. All right, Pat. Uh, you want to go over some uh, some Chubstep emails here? But fine. Hey, 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 hey. All right. So uh, here, guys, uh, email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Our first one is from Trevor. You guys tweet Trevor at Chubstep Podcast on Twitter. He handles all of our social media. So, boys, 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 this says, you may have thought that last week's riddle had no correct answer, but you would be wrong, you moral idiots. <laughs> Given, this is a two weeks ago episode, so I guess I, we should have read this on the last one. Given the choice of who you would take in your car between saving a dying woman, picking up a best friend who had previously saved your life, or picking up the love of your life, the re- correct response would have been to give your car keys to your friend to drive the dying woman, leave you alone with the love of your life. Get it together. So this is a scenario where you said you had one seat in your car. You have to pick up one of these three people, and one was a friend that saved your life, the a woman that looked like she was dying, to be clear. It said she looked like she was dying, 
or uh, the love of your the potential love of your life. The girl the girl of your dreams, I think is what it said. So Trevor is saying the correct answer is actually to give the keys to your friend so that he can drive the diving woman to the hospital, assuming he has time, I guess, and then leave you alone with the love of your life. So this is his things for this one. Uh, for this week, I have a I have but a simple question, as you clearly have simple minds. If you are eating at a restaurant and the food is less than stellar, do you let that affect the way you tip your waitress? Be honest. Yours truly in love and in lust, Trevor. So, I don't let it affect me at all. Okay. You want to – I – it, for me, if they're paying attention to me and I don't have to ask for them to come over, I tip them well. Okay. Pat, you're a high tip. Because they have nothing to do with the food. No, I, I 100% agree. There's no – the quality of the food has nothing to do with, with my tipping. I no. – I, this is something I don't know if brought it on the thing. Food is so – it's not. I guess not so easy, but there are so many recipes out there that is just really good-tasting food. And I've gotten to the point, I think in the last, like, two years – that if a place is just average, like if you go in there and say, oh, it's just okay, I never go to that restaurant again because there are so many, it is so easy just to cook really good food and there are enough restaurants that have really good food that it's just not worth going to, I'll go there and if it's just not that great of food, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tip them the same. I'm going to tip them based on their service, you know, uh, but it, it, I'm, I'm just never going to go to that restaurant again if it does not have like, I'm like, oh, that was really good. That's kind of my thing with restaurants. I don't know many restaurants where the the chefs or the cooks get a cut of the tip either. Yeah, I guess I don't I know mean, how I, that I, tipping structure I, I only, works. I only worked at like two or three. I mean, maybe it's different in some places. Well, no, that's a huge issue is that, you know, the, the people at the front of the house are getting these massive tips, to, especially these fancy restaurants. A lot of times in the people, you know, the, the cooks and all that stuff are making like minimum wage or just above minimum wage and then you've got people sometimes you've got these you know waiters that are making you know three times that and then there's it causes huge despair between the thing there was a whole freakonomics podcast about this and that's why this guy had this one and he, he started these restaurants that had the tip just built into the cost so everything was a tiny bit more but you didn't tip on top of that and he said he was able to disperse all the payments out equally to the staff and then there was a lot less hostility between the cooks and the waiters Dude, let me tell you, I have two friends who are waiters, and they make a lot of money because they work at really nice restaurants. Well, that's why, yeah, that's why people do that their whole like, life. Like, it's it's like fifty dollars a plate a person. Yeah. So the tip's going to be at least twenty bucks. You got how many tables an hour? I mean, it's it's ridiculous. I, I like my jaw dropped when my one friend told me how well he was doing. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, that's what that's why a lot of people do that for a long time. But it also, like I said, a lot of times that doesn't translate to the people that are actually making the food. And let's be honest, the, the actually making the food is much more difficult than serving the food. The compensation should be quite the other way than what it actually you is. You just have to memorize the menu and put a smile on your face. Yes, and carry out, literally carry out food. It's not... And I'm, sure, I'm sure you have to deal with There's skill. There's a, a, there's a personable easy. skill part to it. And, you know, you, you remember certain waiters... A certain that he does a nice job and I, most of the time you don't want to have to remember the waiter like if it's something you remember it's either a really good scenario or a really bad scenario right we had a really bad waiter you're gonna remember it a really good waiter you remember it but little things can make a difference between like a little tip for me or a bigger tip like uh my brother was when i was at mississippi two weeks ago or last week uh my brother was absurdly uh you know he's pretty being a pretty belligerent in this uh restaurant and 
<laughs> I think he was. I think at one point he was saying he was gonna, like, something with you know, you told the waiter he was gonna kill him or stab him or something, and and then on the waiter on the bill at the end wrote, uh, you know, murder boys on the thing. It was some ridiculous, you know, some reference to something my brother had said, and I thought that was good, so I threw him a few extra bucks, you know, um, yeah. that kind of stuff. But you so you remember stuff like that, and then you remember the super really bad waiters where you take, you know, you're waiting forever for your food, or you know, you got the wrong thing, and then you you said something, and then it still came back the wrong thing. You you remember that kind of stuff, and you remember the good stuff. But uh, you most of the time you just kind of want to be not, you know, you want to be somebody. It's just like good service, and you don't have to think about it. Totes. Totes. So Pat, you have an email there as well. This is from not. Trevor Statoski. Okay. Uh, Donald Chubb. Mm-p. So nice. It says, I don't know, all the good puns have been taken. Imagine, <laughs> <laughs> imagine that, just like in a video game, you had the ability to use a cheat code, but in real life. Which one do you choose and why? Only pick one A, unlimited lives. B, plus $1 million. C, max attributes. B, unlock all characters, be anyone you want. E, big head mode, F, unlimited ammo. P.S. <laughs> suck off, Pat. Blink-182 has been going strong for 25 years and continues to do so. Moderate regards, not Trevor. You know what, man? Blink-182, you know what my thing is? They're not even Blink-182, okay? The dude Tom, who was in the band forever, is not even in the band. And they're just, they sound like 40-year-old teenagers. That's all I'm going to say about it. Okay. That's all he's going to say. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going with, um, what does max attributes mean? I'm not a big gamer. Uh, so, I like, if you're playing, like, a, say you're playing a basketball game, and you had Chico down for max attributes, oh, that so means you, you were, like, you're you like were, 99 on everything? 99 on everything. Yeah, you were, you know, the fastest you could be. You could, yeah. You basically just be like the f- uh, fastest, strongest, whatever person in the world. Okay, but say you pick max attributes and then you get in an accident and you're dead. That's an option. But I would take that over the those, million then dollars. Then all those attributes go to waste. I would take that over the million dollars any day because you could be any sort of sports athlete and get way more than a million dollars super fast. So wait, what game are we in? Yeah, this is life. You're saying life. Like the board game? No, he's a little. It didn't. What does the email say? It just says if you could choose one of these things. It just like in general, like if you could. It's, it's like if you could have a magic wish in your life. I like going with a cool million dollars, man. Pat, did you not just hear what I just said? You were doing that weird breathing thing. The, the this. No. What I was saying. What I was saying is that uh, if you had the max, if you had max attributes, if you were the fastest, strongest, whatever, you could just become an athlete of whatever, whatever sport you wanted. And easily get that million super fast. Yeah, but if you're a famous athlete, there's going to be people coming after you and your money. Didn't we talk about this? The thirty for thirty. But Pat, this is I'm talking. This is you're talking about. You're the max attribute. Like you're the best athlete ever. I just wanted to know what it meant. <laughs> I know I, what it means now. But I, 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 to me, I think you can get a lot more than million if you, if you pick the max max attributes. But you just want the cool, quick million. And you're out of there. You're done. And then I quit. Okay, I kind of like the max max attributes. I don't know what I'm gonna go, well, do with have a- fun. <laughs> you, you could play a sport, blow out your leg, and never walk again. 
Even but if would, the injury's on 99. I was going to say injury's on 99, happen. a low chance of injury, but still a chance, yeah. Dude, I've played Madden with a, a custom player, injury on 99, dude's out for the whole season. Yeah. Well, there you go. It does happen. It does happen. Uh, Unbelievable. That's true. That's true. Uh, okay. But, yeah, some of those other ones I don't think I need unlimited ammo. Don't know what I'm going to do with that. <laughs> uh, that unlimited lives, you know, I, I, hard to know with that one. Seems like not the best, you know. Not living life to your fullest if you if you if you have unlimited lives, right? It would be hard to be in that uh, mindset. I don't, think I, I don't think I'd want to be alive forever. Yeah, Pat is a sick, twisted world. Pat lives in. I'm sure it would get old after yeah. a while. Yeah. Hey, I hear you, man. I hear you. So, uh, thank you guys for emailing the show. Chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Pat, how about a Jeff Goldblum movie review? Woo! Hi, hi, hi. I'm Chef Goldblum. You, you interest me strangely. You have uh, you've uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? <laughs> What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. Because she's sweet and like a peach, and like a juicy and sweet. Yeah, you're afraid to be too Goldblum. He no. thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's gonna be Goldblum. By jamming them into his pocket. I'm gonna get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, people always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? Glee, Pat, you ever seen Glee? No. 2012 Glee show was on from 2009 to 2015. Jeff Goldblum was in two episodes in season three. I think it was episodes 13 and 14 or 14 and 15. He was in two episodes, On My Way and Heart. So you've never seen this, Pat. Do you know what it's about? Yeah, I know what Glee's about. I chose not to watch it. Yeah, my me as well. Uh, not a big musical. I'm not guy. a big, I'm not, not, yeah, I was going to say the musical thing is not very... It doesn't appeal to me. I think musicals can be done well. In general, I'm not a huge fan of them. So there's a main girl in this, Rachel Berry. And so she's, I I believe, one of the main characters from what I could gather from the two episodes that I saw. And basically it's about a high school. For those who don't know, it's it's a high school. And it's just about the Glee Club, I believe, which is a musical group. And so this is starring uh, Jane Lynch is in this. You know Jane Lynch, Pat? Yeah, she's uh, got the short hair, kind of tall. Yes, Jane Lynch is the only one that I recognized just off the, you know, off the bat. The rest of them were all specific to that, you know, to the show. From what I didn't recognize them from anything else. The, the episode is about Valentine's Day, and this girl, the main girl Rachel, is going to get married, and she's in high school and she's about to get married so people are discouraging this right so uh they're like all right we're about to get married and so why don't you know let's get my the dads the the families want to get involved now that they're about to get married so turns out that uh rachel comes from a her dad is gay so her one of her dads is you know i don't know the actor's name you know some guy i didn't recognize and the other dad is jeff goldblum so jeff goldblum plays a gay man in this and <laughs> yes, so what you know, it's a he, different role for him. It is a different role for him because he's a lot of times he's kind of the ladies' man, but actually he plays the gay role pretty well. Anyway, so Jeff, you know, this is a musical type thing. So can you guess what happened with Jeff at one point? He sings. 
he was doing a little bit of singing, and he was also playing an instrument. Piano. Yep, he was playing the piano. So he did that <laughs> classic. That's a classic Jeff Goldblum move. He was playing the piano, singing. So they have the girl Rachel and her soon-to-be husband sleep over at their house. And they say, oh, you guys, you know, you're going to get married soon. Why don't you just, you know, stay the night? You know, you're going you're gonna to be sleeping together soon anyway. So at Jeff Goldblum's house, they have her and her soon-to-be husband stay at the house. And they're like, initially, they're like, there's fighting right away. And this is kind of what they wanted. The, basically, the, the parents of the two high school kids are not big fans uh, of them getting married. You know, they don't really want the two high school. They think they're too young. So they're trying to do anything to like, oh, maybe let's get them to fight right now. <laughs> let's get them to fight. Perfect. Let's get them to fight right now so that they can, uh, you know, so they can get some fight. Anyway, here's what happens. There's some a lot of singing in this, just random types of singing. There's some, you know, a- anyway, it, it's there's a Valentine's thing going on, some singing. The other episode, there's some, uh, they're about to get married again. And they end up not getting married uh, because some girl gets in a car accident on the way and then they decide they should just wait. So it's two episodes about marriage and that's why Jeff Goldblum's involved because he's playing one of the girl's dads. That's the storyline of it. Here's the thing about uh, Glee. Actually a lot better than I thought it was. I I watched really? it. How come? I watched it and the music, I don't love when it's so obvious that that the music is not being sung while you're watching the actors there. Do you know what I'm saying? Which is how they mostly do it. Like, obviously, this is all pre-recorded music, and they're like lip-syncing to it. You know, it's very apparent, which is kind of annoying to see it because it seems very fakey. And obviously, these kids just randomly singing at parts seems really fakey. But they actually did decent covers of the songs. I, all the songs they did, I thought were actually pretty decent songs. And it just it wasn't too over the t- like it wasn't as over the top and like I could see why people enjoy the show. It's not going to be a show that I continue to watch or catch up on old ones. But I, I like I, I got why people enjoyed it. I would say this is a solid middle tier Jeff Goldblum. Uh, you know, nothing that blew me away, but definitely better than I, I think I would have put this as a Randy Quaid before I watched the episode. I would have said I really didn't like this type of thing. And after watching it, I was like, oh, it's pretty decent. You know, I get it. So this is a middle tier Jeff Goldblum movie for me. This is our, you know, obviously TV show. So this is a Harry Connick Jr on the Jeff Goldblum Independence Day movie review scale. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Roasted. Roasted. Thank you, Pat. Thank you. Thank you very much. Where, where are you getting all these uh, sound effects? Garage band, man. Nice. All right. Oh, the classic. The classic one. Yeah. Um, I, re- I recently bought uh, Surround Sound. So. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fun. Fun. Okay. Uh, you want to do some Tanzania news here? Yes. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that the patients are now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Yeah, Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. Okay, this is actually uh, some. This is some bad news here, Pat. School bus school bus crash kills thirty six in Tanzania. Whoa! Yeah. This is bad news. So only two students survived uh, in the in this bus crash. So thirty eight people were on this bus. 
36 of them die, two survived, and they're in critical critical condition. Unfortunately, everybody but three of the people that died were kids, and there was a, a you know, like I said, a school bus. Uh, so what happened is that it happened. It was a big hill, and it was a steep slope, and it was raining. So and then they they somehow went off the road. Obviously, people don't know exactly how it happened since most of the people are not around. Um, but obviously, super sad. But it just it kind of just reminded me. The reason I brought this up is just it's crazy how this this kind of stuff. Obviously, this stuff does happen a lot more in foreign countries than it does here. But the roads. If if you've been to like a like a, a country that's not it not like not necessarily third world, but if you've just been to like like I know Ireland's roads are, are decent, but if you've been to like ones where they just have like dirt type roads or just like really bad road conditions, you've been to a country like that, Pat? No. Okay. Cause I like the, one of the crazier ones for me was India. And obviously there was parts of it that had, that had like downtown Delhi and stuff like that would have nice roads and they would have, you know, stoplights and things. And even if people weren't listening to the road, like, but then when you get off some of the main, city type areas i mean you've got dirt roads and you've got big cliffs and people just ride you know you'll be sitting you'll be like a truck driving by and there would be 15 people standing just standing in the back of the truck like hanging on to stuff like no seatbelts, no any type of thing and i'm sure in this bus the school buses don't have seatbelts, like we've talked about which is just insane like yeah they should there's no reason you to a bump the wrong way you go flying these kids go flying right we used to purposely do that in the school bus you would purposely try to like jump up when you hit a bump because you could just fly. You could just fly in those. And for some reason, just because they're bigger, but it's all kids, you know? It's like kids, it's so weird that, that you have these people that, I don't know. And then so in this Tanzania incident, it's like you've got these roads and they don't have guardrails. A lot of times they don't have guard. Like in, in the picture I'm seeing right now, no guardrail. These loose dirt, is a dirt road with loose dirt along the edge of it. So, I mean, you get some extra rain and that kind of stuff. It could erode some of the, some of the roads and that kind of thing. And then if it's rainy and slippery, I mean, it's just going to be bad. I mean, this kind of stuff, it happens a lot. They said, I think they said 3000 people a year die in Tanzania in car accidents and it doesn't have that big of a population, you know? So it's, it's just, the problem is that like, it's a combination of just bad infrastructure. Like just the roads are really bad. And then there's just no, there's also not the same type of training for drivers. Like, to get your driver's license and stuff like that, a lot of times in these countries you don't need an actual driver's license. So they're like you just hit an age and you can just drive a car. And you have somebody like that and then these conditions. And then also these these cars that a lot of people are driving in these type of countries, these tires, the thing you'll notice, the, the craziest thing, and people don't realize this with your car, is how important your tires are. Like when you have no tread and that kind of stuff and with rain, and it just – it's a huge, crazy, crazy, huge difference on how well you can stop and sw- and ro- you know swerve and that kind of stuff. And when you have these old tires, they blow out so much faster. Like if you have a tire right. that's tread, you could just blow out a tire and you can't control, especially a big bus like that. If it were rainy and so, like you could blow out a tire and you would be off and there's nothing you could do. Even if you're a great driver, like the tire just blows out. Sometimes you're just screwed. So that's why it's like really big deal to get your tires changed when they're have low tread or if they're just certain over a certain age because the, the rubber starts getting more brittle. But in these countries, they they don't afford you know they can't afford that stuff. We talk about the kind of stuff they can afford, and it's not going to be you're not going to put a bunch of preventative maintenance type stuff with your car. Um, yeah. So it's like a it's like a you know three big factors like bad drivers, bad roads, and bad cars, and it's just like a recipe for disaster in this kind of stuff. So bad news there. 
Yeah, I don't really know how to follow up after that. No, it's just a sad. No, there's not. Yeah, there's not. I don't think there's much more to it than that. No, no. but uh, but bad news, bad news there. I want to see what you've done, uh, Pat. This past weekend, I was in Milwaukee. I, I did a. I was doing a golf outing. What I didn't realize is that it was not a charity golf outing. It was yes. not a the classic moo. Uh, it was not a. That's right. It was not a charity golf. I thought it was. A, I went. I did the golf outing under the assumption that it was a charity golf outing. I found out that it was just actually a golf outing to raise money for an adult baseball league. Uh, but it was still. Oh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, it, they needed money for fundraisers and stuff like that, uniforms that and that a kind of stuff. Good cause. Like, hey, we just want to play sports. Yeah, well, in the end, like, if it were just, obviously, like, I would be much more uh, willing to just spend a lot of money on a golf outing for charity than I would for this. But I had a bunch of friends doing it, and it helped, you know, he likes playing on the baseball team a lot. But but it was, I'm really glad I did it because it was a lot of fun. But uh, it was just kind of, it's a very different scenario when you find out after the fact. But I would have done it either way. But it was uh, not the same thing I thought I was going into. But it was, but it was a lot of fun. Do you have anything else you want to get to? Uh, really quick, bitch what? I said bitch. Bitch what? Bitch, 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 <laughs> I was on Facebook. They had a Guns N' Roses. If you don't listen to the show, that's my favorite band ever. Big fanboy, a little too obsessed. Uh, they had a Guns N' Roses Neon Light. Free, free, but pay shipping and handling. Now, I will tell you this. It was only $25. So $25 for Is shipping that- and handling, though? Yeah. <laughs> that would have probably cost a lot less than the light. It's a lot different than a swimsuit that you could just walk your lazy ass to the store and get. Yeah. I will say that. I don't know where I'm going to find a neon light that's custom to a band. But still, in the end, I uh, just hypocritical. That's all I have to really <laughs> say about it. Bitch what? I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. Shut up, bitch. It is, it is very hypocritical. But, uh, you know, you wanted it. And at least you knew what you were getting into, right? I, I did not click submit until I saw how much it was. Okay. So, and you, you were aware still, that... Dude, $25 for shipping and handling? Exactly. I mean, that's exactly that's what, what we're that, talking about. That's just what I was talking about yeah. last time. Like, yeah. they, they, they get you. They get you. That's how they get you. No, I, and I agree. That's it, The price seems, overall seems all right, but you clicked on it. Did you click on it because it said free? Uh... Well, no. I, what I originally did is it said, well, okay, yes. It said free lights, and it, it wasn't specific, so I was browsing the free lights, and that was one of them. You saw the free thing, so that did that did connect. So you did kind of fall for I'm it. I'm a sucker, man. You are a sucker. I'm a sucker. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, yeah, I mean, that, that's... I just had to come clean about that. I appreciate that. I appreciate you being honest with everybody. Yes. Yes. Uh, anything else? No, but I'm going to have a ton of fun with these sound effects going forward. Yeah, I think we should uh, yeah continue to do some more of those live. I mean, obviously, I like to throw – we can always throw them in, but it's it's too hard for me when I'm looking at, like, the board and different things like that to figure out how to, you know, to throw them in while I'm doing it. So if you can always – that's always nice to have somebody else throwing them in too. Like, after the fact is always easy, but uh, 
in, in real time is more fun, more live, more action. Yeah, it's almost like we got a live audience sometimes. You know? <laughs> the little kids, little kids seems the little kids cheering. Um, we have an explicit tag on the show, Pat. That's my daughter's. You take that off. <laughs> yeah. So if you uh, for the kids at home, you know, I'm glad you appreciate the show, even though this is uh, your parents' show. Yeah. <laughs> Bird up. Uh, guys, keep emailing the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. We'll continue to get those guests on the upcoming shows. Been a little bit delayed. Been pretty hectic schedule for me and Pat recently. but uh, And it won't really get any less crazy coming up. Pat's got baseball going on. And so it only get a little more crazy. But I'll get some guests with that kind of stuff. Tell a friend. Uh, we always appreciate that when you share the show and, with you people. Know, email the show. Maybe you can be on. That's true. That's a way to uh, to be on, you know, email a show. Then we'll read your your email, and that's well, like I mean, your Jared own show. Jared will let you over at his house. Well, I don't know about that. We don't know no. about that. <laughs> but uh, follow Pat Callahan on Instagram, badpiece thirty three. Pat Callahan forty four. Pat Callahan forty four. Sorry, I miss. Uh, was thinking about somebody else. Mispronounce so, that. Mispronounce that. <laughs> and then. Uh, Follow us on Facebook, Chubstep Podcast on Facebook. Also, tweet us at Chubstep Podcast and rate the show on iTunes. Keep chubbing along. And the show's ended. Program is now shutting down. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin. Hey, has anyone ever tell you to eat a dick? Has anybody ever told me that? I think I've heard that before, yeah. N- nobody's ever told me that. That's a status somebody just put up. It just says, eat a dick. Well, that seems like a weird status. Yeah, I wonder who that's directed at. Why don't you ask? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to like it. Comment, who's this about? <laughs> Why not, man?